Hello and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Scott. And joining me as always, my ancestors would spit on me if they knew I did a podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zachary Attackery! I'm so glad you took the intro on that because <laughs> I didn't I couldn't think of anything funny in you this had episode. Fucking nothing, bro. I but had I got nothing. Us. Oh uh, man, I bet you like getting spat on, right? Oh, you're probably into that. Boy, if only you knew. If only <laughs> you knew. How are you doing this week, pal? Uh, you know. Actually, maybe you shouldn't answer that because you are <laughs> in a weird headspace this evening. I am in. So not only am I in a weird spot right now. Um, physically. Yeah, you're physically in a weird spot. No, I. This past week has been... <laughs> Texas was frozen. True. It sucked. I don't know. I got work for a couple days. Well, so. yeah. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. I was supposed to be in El Paso oh, for true. my sister's wedding that I could not be in because our flights all got canceled. I could yeah, yeah. not get there. That sucked ass. That does suck. That does suck. It, it, it really sucked. Um, otherwise, I'm doing all right. Um, feeling a little loopy today, so this should be a little. This should be fun, you know. It's <laughs> he claims he hasn't been drinking. But I have not been. sure. I believe him. I haven't, but I have gone like almost a full week without taking uh, my ADD medication, oh, and I took it today, so, and I feel like okay. dialed in. Well, no but way. Also- Wait, that's what it was. <laughs> This motherfucker was so proud of himself because for the first time in his life, he was on time for our recording tonight. He had the title card like ready to go and in the email, he was like waiting on me for once, which just a little peek behind the curtain. That never, ever, ever, ever happens. Dude, this is another day in the life of Zach. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh yeah, sure. So uh, that's why I was so confused by the way you were speaking to me and your mental state, because I'm like, this is the most locked in Zach has ever been. So like, you're operating at like two different levels that just confuse me. I feel, you know what's funny, dude, is I feel like the entirety of the time that you and I worked together, Mm -hmm. I should have been taking ADD medication. Can you believe that I did? I mean, not that I did much, but true. that I did even half of the shit that I did dealt with. I Yeah, without, I don't know. Like, like how having, do you think, <laughs> like, when together. did you start taking medication for that? Well, I mean, I took medication when I was very young oh, through okay. most most of, like, growing up. Sure, and sure. I, as an adult, I, I have only recently started again, which, by the way, let me just say, people out there, take care of your mental health because, like, this has been... I feel like a new person. Big fan? I, big fan of those meds, are you? I feel like, like, <laughs> I feel like these meds have quite literally stuck their hand up somewhere and mm-hmm. are just controlling me like a puppet. And I'm like, oh, I can function now. I can do things. Okay. Um, It's, it's fun. It's You're nice. into people sticking their hands up somewhere and controlling you like a puppet, are you? 
always yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, figures. It is a, I mean, that's a Friday night, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, true. You're very used to that. It's very yes. loose already. Um, uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Well, there it was there, there already. Yeah, yeah. Zach's just... all over here trying to be sincere, like, "Hey, take care of your mental health." Yeah. And I'm like, "Loose buttholes." <laughs> yeah, dude, we we love a good loose butthole on this podcast. <laughs> and yeah, we gotta bring it back. We gotta um, bring it back. But no, dude, I am like so deep in a in a Dungeons and Dragons critical role hole right now oh, with yeah, Amanda. Yeah. Uh-huh. So fucking in it. If anybody out there watches Critical Role. It's so good right now. Um, having a good time. I know Scott, you suck and you don't like D and D, but man, it is a blast. Uh, and I'm also playing a new video game uh, per request of Scotty Westside himself. Mm. Uh, did I say request per recommendation of yeah, Scotty not really Westside a himself? Request. I just you <clears throat> asked for recommendations and I gave. Yeah, you and so I, I'm playing Ghost Song, which is quite fun. I'm enjoying it. It's a good game. Solid yeah. little game. It's it's a solid little game for a solid little boy. <laughs> Please, please always describe yourself that way for the rest of eternity. Okay. Like just anytime you're introducing yourself to just random strangers. Like, hey, I'm Zach. I'm a solid little boy. Will do. Will do. Uh, That's, I need that. I need that in my life, big time. How are you doing, bud? Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, like you, like you previously mentioned, we. We were iced over last week, uh, which, again, worked out pretty well for me. I got like a day and a half off of work. Had a nice long weekend, basically, because it just led right into my normal days off. Slid right into somewhere. <laughs> Slid right in. Um, I did nothing because, I mean, I couldn't really do anything. You can't really go out. Uh, you don't go out I anyway. don't go out normally. <laughs> in my defense, the previous week, I did go out golfing, and it was it was very cold that week, too. I golfed in like... 35 degree weather that was maybe not my best decision but uh yeah i You're from uh, colorado you got from colorado shit. it's fine um but no yeah not much else just been watching things playing video games you know the usual right uh, on sounds fun sounds riveting i'm sure everybody is just so is, ecstatic is, to hear that people are glued to their headphones that's their headphones are anyway um, that's, yeah, that's me. That's my life. Zach's a special little hard little boy. Special and hard little We're going to talk about this hard <laughs> home episode. Hey, you like that segue? That was, that was good. Uh, Game that of Thrones. That was really terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Season 5, episode 8. Hard home. One of the most famous well-known i would say episodes in the entire series uh with with good reason um are you ready to jump in here pal because i feel like we're gonna have a lot to talk about i think we may have a lot to talk about oh, so goody. i think we should do this thing who's All going right. first Maybe i'm going like, first i think and i and i do it at no oh, you do it at <laughs> at somewhere at, at castle black at All Castle right. black. okay here we good. go we begin <laughs> we're so organized <laughs> we begin in marine <laughs> Where Tyrion is trying to sweet talk his way into into Daenerys's good graces. She asks him what she should do about Jorah, and Tyrion says she should spare his life, but cannot keep him around. Daenerys exiles Jorah from the city again. He takes this very well and puts himself back into slavery with the fighting pit dude, so he can fight in front of Daenerys. 
Uh, in King's Landing, Cersei is having a real bad time in prison as they won't give her any food or water until she confesses. Uh, Kyburn comes and tells her that she will soon be on trial for her crimes. Uncle Kevin with an A, my fucking guy, is Kevin back in town. Serving his hand of the king. But Tommy Boy is not taking the arrest of his mommy and wifey well and refuses to leave his room. Kyburn advises Cersei that perhaps she should confess to get out of prison, but she refuses. Uh, in Bravos, Arya is selling oysters, clams, and cockles. Oysters, clams, and cockles. Oysters, clams, and cockles, while also spying for Jacken. <laughs> she tells Jacken about the evil insurance man, and Jacken gives her poison to kill him. Arya is real stoked about this. The waif, not so much. At Winterfell, Sansa asks Theon why he told on her. And he claims he was helping her because of what Ramsay does to those who try to escape, including himself. Theon lets slip that Bran and Rickon are still alive and runs away from her. Uh, Roos, Bolton, intends to, in case there's another Roos. Yeah, just in case y'all <laughs> are just, in case just tuning confused. in. Uh, Roos intends to wait out the incoming Stannis attack inside Winterfell, knowing that they'll starve or freeze soon enough. Ramsay disagrees with his plan because he wants to prove what a big dick man he is and says he only needs 20 good men. Which I'm sounds certain. like, yeah, I've, I've seen that movie before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and what's funny, never mind, I'll save it for the okay, all right, all right. For, the, for the discussion. Uh, back in Marine, Daenerys and Tyrion have a chat about whether or not she should have him killed. She decides that she will have Tyrion advise her and help her get what she wants. Tyrion suggests that maybe she should stay here and forget the Iron Throne because no one in Westeros will support her. Daenerys is dead set on doing it because it is her quote-unquote right and home and she claims that she's going to break the wheel. At Castle Black, Gilly tends to Sam's injuries, and Ollie comes to ask him why John is saving the wildlings. Sam says that it's a hard choice, but that they don't stand a chance against the army of the dead without their help. Meanwhile, John has arrived with Stannis' ships at Hard Home to talk with the wildling leaders. Tormund kills the absolute shit out of the Lord of the Bones when he tries to call out Tormund for allying with the Night's Watch. John tells the wildling leaders that he'll let them settle in the lands south of the Wall in exchange for their help fighting the White Walkers when the time comes. Tormund vouches for John, and some of the leaders agree to go, but some do not. As they are loading people onto the ships, the army of the dead attacks, and the music... God damn... Hits. God damn! God damn! God damn! God damn! Oh man, yeah, it's fucking it's, good, it's dude. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, John and the others fight valiantly to hold them off, but it's a slaughter. John and the Thens leader attempt to retrieve uh, the dragon glass, but cannot as they ki- as the Then is killed. John is getting his ass. <clears throat> Sorry. John is getting his ass beat by a White Walker, but manages to kill it with his Valyrian still sword. Mm. John, Ed, Tormund, and my guy, motherfucking One One. Is that One One's music? Is that One One's music I hear? 
do when Hell it's yeah. fucking one one. Uh, make it to the boats just in time to escape. They look back at the army of the dead. Uh, as excuse me, they look back as the army of the dead finishes off all who were left behind. The White Walker King flexes on John by raising his arms and bringing back the dead to his army. So hardcore. So good. Oh boy, oh boy. What a fucking episode. What a fucking episode. What an ending specifically. Like, the episode is is fine, whatever, but the last 20, 25 minutes, whatever it is. It's absurd. Like, holy shit. It holy is, shit, my guy. It is one of those special moments, those special Game of Thrones moments that, that sticks with you. Uh, let's let's save our, our big talk for the hard home moments at the end. Best for last, as we like okay. to do. And let's get through the rest of this here. Um, <clears throat> because there is some decent stuff elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I think as a whole, aside from obviously the the last part of this episode, it's great. Uh, but I think as a whole, this is this is a good episode. This solid. is a very good episode. It's very yeah. solid. Uh, so yeah, we we start with the scene in the throne room in Marine where, uh, you know, Daenerys is deciding what to do with Tyrion and Jorah. Uh, Tyrion, <laughs> Tyrion very slickly tries to like distance himself from Jorah. Like, hey. I'm with him, but I'm not, like, really with him. Let me slide over here and turn around and look at him so we can both judge him. I'm like, that's a, right. that's a good move, Tyrion. Like, Dude, what? Just like, like, this guy's, like, he's played the game before, yeah. man. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, smooth move by Tyrion. Also, just the whole, like, playing hard to get strategy is real good here, where he's like, mm-hmm. um... I'm not sure. You have to prove to me that you deserve my service, bro. Like, I just don't give that out for free. Uh, which is, again, good strats from Tyrion. I like them a lot. Um, what what did, what did you think about this? Yeah, so I... I quite, So everything that you said, obviously, I really like Tyrion positioning himself kind of in between the two, mm-hmm. passing judgment. Um, he's, he's so good at that. Uh... Really, what I took into, and something I want to bring some attention to here, is, uh, what's his name? Miguel Sapochnik, who led the show on House of the Dragon, Mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, So, big fan of his work. Everything he's put his hands on with Game of Thrones has also been incredible. Uh, he he does this thing, and we, you and I pointed this out a lot during House of the Dragon, during that review, and it's becoming more and more apparent to me that this is just kind of one of his things. He really likes silence mm. um, a lot, and I love it. That's a good point. That's a good call out, yeah. He, so this episode starts with the most awkward silence, <laughs> like just Danny staring down at Jorah and Tyrion, and it's just silent like okay what the fuck do we do here <laughs> um uh, until obviously the silence is broken but you know there, there's no music there's no score during it right um it's just a little awkward and just kind of like it gives you this like space to kind of sit in like like okay like yeah <laughs> where are we going that's um and that's i love a it good call out i and, i wonder if he also did the episode when i <clears throat> excuse me when i think of like silence in game of thrones 
I think very specifically of that. Uh, it's got to be the episode right after. Well, no, it might be the beginning of season three, right after Blackwater, when this the episode opens with that very long scene in the small council room where they're all getting in their seats and there's like no dialogue at all for like the first five minutes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Like and Tyrion that drags the chair. The chair. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's a great silence. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but anyway, he, he plays, yeah. he plays with it quite a bit here in this episode. And one of the, one of the instances is here at the start and we'll talk about this later, but there is a deafening silence at the end of this episode. Mm, and yes. it's, I think it's just really cool. Oh my God, yes. Kind of a small, uh, like parallel start the episode with silence, end it with silence. Anyway, That's a good um, I am just so refreshed to see Tyrion acting, to see Dinklage acting. Yes. Oh my God. Dude. Oh my it's, God. Been, it's been too long. Uh, it's this literally season. been seven episodes. Like, yeah. And seven episodes of him in it almost every episode. Yes. Without just like without actually acting, it's been kind of not fantastic. Yeah. But regardless of my opinion or standpoint on Danny and whether I align with her or like her or what, uh, Tyrion, Tyrion being Tyrion is always a sight to see. Mm-hmm. And this is it's just so good to finally see this kind of kick off in this way. <clears throat> um, yeah, just missing that quite a bit. I so staying in, Mar- in Marine, but going to the the next the scene, next the scene. scene, the scene with Daenerys and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. I am watching this scene, and I am like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "This is like the best Daenerys scene in I can't even remember how long." Like, yeah, she listens to reason. Uh, she's witty. She doesn't like fly off the handle and go full fire and blood at the drop of a hat. She's also kind of self-aware. She's self-aware. And then I I literally typed all these things in my notes. I'm like, this is a really good solid scene. And then she ends it and with her. And then we get the fucking break the wheel line. And I I I I I came up with something I realized like I feel like these are this is not an original idea to me, but like this is like a trailer line. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like yeah. this line was written explicitly to put into a trailer and it sounds cool when it's like in a trailer with music and other shit going on, but like in the context of the scene, it is cringe as hell and I hate it and it very nearly ruined what a scene that I was thoroughly enjoying. I was like, "Let's go Daenerys. This is you, this is good you know- back and forth." I want okay. I want to have a little bit of dialogue about this because, okay. <clears throat> so I have the same thought. Okay, and I feel like if if you can, kind of recall maybe back to I think maybe episode one of this season, I I made a mention of how I feel like it's season five. That oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. We did talk about this. Um, where the dialogue writing although it's not i mean not always bad i mean there's there's still pretty consistently good dialogue but it becomes more punchy mm-hmm. where the writers are specifically wanting a one or two like left right line yep 
to stand out, right? Yeah. Trailer material, promotional material, something to put on a mug, you know, like <laughs> it's it, yeah, yeah. like that's that's the thing. Like they're looking for these like hard hitting one two punchlines, and those have their place in in cinema and in film and TV. I mean, it's it, right. they they definitely have their place, but it can be done well, mm-hmm. okay? It can be. And it's just not here. No. Um, it's been I, done well plenty times in, this, in show, this show, in various seasons, in various moments. Like the one that stands out to me. Okay, let, first off, let me let me tell you what I think the problem is here. Is it lingers? Uh, yeah, maybe it lingers on the line. Like, like you know, like uh, I she, just don't think it's a good line. I, I think also think that uh, she sets up her own analogy. Yes, also that. Which yep. is just cringe. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so cringe. She does the setup and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. She's like, I do the alley and the she, oop, she bitches. She herself up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a, little, it's a little cringe. But, like, one of the effective uses of this is when it's not intended to be this punchy line. Yeah, yeah. And it's just more, like, genuine conversation. And the, the scene that really stands out to me that does it well is all the way back in season one. Uh, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. And that is a real conversation. Mm-hmm. And Cersei and or Lena Headey mean the fuck out of that when mm-hmm. they say that. Uh, and it it doesn't like it doesn't really linger too long. It's right. not like something that has like this whole fucking like back and forth like to dance to get the to get mm-hmm. the thing set up. It's yep. just like no, this is how it is. You know. That's that's a great comparison. This this one does not land nearly as well as that. I I will say, despite that, I I, I do want to reiterate and call attention to the fact that aside from that very end portion, I I loved this scene. Like yes, I was like, Tyrion is great here. It's like you like you said already. It's great to see Peter Dinklage like having really a great acting. fucking co- acting, having a great conversation again. This is the most I've liked Daenerys in a long time until she kind of ruined it at the end. But then I also had the thought, I'm like, is it, is this less of a Daenerys problem and just a, she hasn't had anyone good to play off of in like basically the entire show. Like, think about like you, like you think you think that maybe you're underselling Amelia Clark's ability a little bit because she hasn't had. I mean, possibly. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, there hasn't... You think of the iconic scenes, and it's like, you know, the scenes that you and I love specifically, where it's like, you know, like, the the intense conversations between Tywin and Tyrion, you know, Jamie and Tyrion, or whoever it is, you know. Tywin and Elena, Tywin Tywin and and Arya, Tywin and Tyrion, Tywin and Jamie, Tywin and Cersei. Yeah, you know. (laughs) And even, like, like, you know... The scenes at the wall that we love, you've got John and Sam, Sam and Maester Eamon, Eamon and John, you know, Ed, even Sir Alistair to an extent. And it's like, Daenerys doesn't have anyone on that level to play off of. And maybe that's a shame. That's, okay, so I'm I'm really glad that you have this consideration. I, I try to be objective as possible. Even about like Daenerys, I, I feel like you you have been vocally against Amelia Clark, like not liking her much. Um, I could be wrong. I could be mistaken. No, but- I I like her outside of the context of Daenerys way more. 
Okay. Like she seems like so like bubbly and like fun well, and I, I I think that I'm talking more so about like your opinions on her acting. Her acting specifically, it's it's very hit or miss in my so. Eyes. There's, I mean, do I think that she's at the level, especially in what we're seeing here in the show, where she can carry an entire scene herself? No. Right. But um, even then, though, the scenes where, where characters can carry a scene, they they almost, like, in a way, use lesser actors, actors and actresses kind of like as a punching bag. Mm. It, or at least that's kind of like how I picture it, right? Like... um. Like, for example, like, uh, Rory McCann, when he's doing, like, the chicken line, mm-hmm. right? Like, like the other people in that scene, other than, are, are obviously, Maisie Williams, like, like who is that guy? You know, it doesn't really matter. Right, right, right. It He's fine. You know, it's not that he's a yes. bad actor, but, like, it... It's it, Rory all, McCann carrying the scene correct. It, like, solely, it, though, The basically. position that they have almost elevates point. Rory McCann to, like, be like, man, this dude is really standout, right? Right, right. And 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 I think you're right. Danny doesn't really have that. Amelia Clark doesn't really have that. Um, uh, that gear where she can just, right? I will own and carry the scene by myself. Correct. But right. it, to her credit, when she's paired with a very good actor, Peter Dinklage here, she goes toe to toe. She does great here. Yeah. I, I, the, I, the last line. So okay. Now I do. I because I've criticized the last line. And I think it deserves the criticism, but I want to just, I want it to be known that I'm not as hard on that as I think you are. Sure. Um, there, the, the thing that I like about it is, um, to me, it, it's like Danny, this is the first like real, like, f- like idea, uh, or like concept of like a vision that she's just like, she, yeah, she said, I want to go take back over the seven kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when things kind of have like the idea of like changing the status quo, right? Sure. Um, so in regards to, to Westeros and to the seven kingdoms, this is the first iteration of her saying, I don't really care about the other houses. Like I, right. I want to break the way that the system works. And conceptually, I think that's cool. Conceptually. Um, yes. But realistically, Tyrion, Tyrion's right. Tyrion is right, which also, uh, sorry for getting a little ahead here, um, but as we continue through the rest of these seasons, uh, listeners who have not watched Game of Thrones and who are watching for the first time, you may hear us say that that Tyrion doesn't always hit the mark mm. in some of these later seasons. Um. But I think that setting this up and giving credit where it's due, his his first opportunity to advise mm-hmm. Danny, I think he's giving he the great. best advice. Yeah. yeah. Incredible advice. Daenerys should stay in Marine. Yes. Daenerys she should. should rule in the there's, East. There's her whole idea of Westeros is my birthright and my home is just so off base and ridiculous that I just I I don't know why she is so set on it sometimes because it's like that was her brother's thing and her brother was a sack of shit idiot right. that she hated. Now what's what's cool though is like look you and I can have the perspective and I think the humility to say that like if she just said like honestly like I'm hungry for power sure or like I just I want to rule sure. I would be like, 
Okay. Or it's a, it's a little less. Um, uh, what's the word? I guess it's it's a little less interesting. I think to have that take, but I don't know. I think uh, that would be kind of interesting because it's it's unique. You don't always see that, you know. Right. Yeah, I guess that that's it's, true. It's, it's like a very like for a hero type character to have like a, a selfish goal like that. I just I I want to. I guess where my problem with 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 her desire for that is where does her motivation come from? It would be one thing if it was like, uh, her brother. That's what her brother wanted, and her brother was like very kind to her and always took care of her. Blah, right. blah. So she wants to fulfill yes. that dream for her brother's sake. Is like okay, that I buy, that I believe, but like that's not the case. It's so not it's the always case. just like I I think the only and I I don't know in my opinion I don't think it's enough to be as headstrong on this idea right. as she is. But in my opinion, the only thing that really makes sense that would be like one of those things that she's lived with throughout her life is that the rulers in Westeros have been after her and trying to kill her since she sure. since she was born. Sure. So there there could be a little bit of like a revenge like uh vendetta. But all of them are dead and dying. That too, right no, that so that's yeah. why I'm saying like I don't yeah. think it holds nearly as like right as much of weight. I just I just think that like Daenerys cannot be talked into seeing reason and it's like listen like you want to inspire you you have the right idea of wanting to help the people that you're ruling over mm-hmm. and you're you're doing that right you know like you've created a better world yes. for these people here in marine and and most of the the other slave cities in in the east um like why not you have people here who idolize you and adore right. you right why not build on that for sure uh, uh, it's it's an interesting conversation, a good scene. I I, <laughs> I really didn't think coming into this episode we were going to be doing a, a deep dive on Daenerys' <laughs> like motivations. But yeah, I, hey, look, dude. <laughs> listen, that's that's the way it goes. It's sometimes. cool. It, it it is what uh, it is. We, it's interesting. We pro- to be totally fair, we probably give Daenerys the short shift plenty of times. So when you know she does have good, interesting stuff to talk about, we want to do it. So there you go. Right. Yeah. For all you Daenerys heads out there. Uh, there's a lot of them. There, there are, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, anything else in Marine we, you uh, wanna, we need to talk about? Uh, no, I think. Well, okay. oh, oh, yes, yes, in Marine, yes. Um, bro. Oh, 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 I. I <laughs> Jora, dude. dude yes. Dude, come I, on. Thank you bro. for reminding me of this because I wanted to talk about this. My dude is so <laughs> down bad <laughs> that he he doesn't. I, I, I need to call this I'm out. Yours. He does not sell himself back into slavery. He pays that guy to make himself a slave. He literally Dude. gave that man a coin to say, let me be a slave again. He paid to be a slave because he is such a Daenerys simp Jorah. My, my Dude. Like, Woof. there's 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 a lot to like about Jorah. Well, there's there's enough things. to like there's, about yeah. Jorah. Yeah, yeah. But his, if his like undying loyalty to Daenerys wasn't rooted in like some weird fucking like love and like infatuation with this woman who is barely even an adult. Yeah. He's so I, much older than her. Dude, like, I, yeah, I mean, and, like, legitimately, they meet when they're, when she's, like, 14 or 15. Yeah, in the books, yeah. Like, she's it's like fucking, it's just weird. Yep. And he's, um, like, 45. 
Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like I'm not trying to be like, like I I don't think that that sounds ageist. I think that sounds like, hey, you shouldn't go for people. Right. That are, no, 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 no. You know, right. like a, a, literally a fucking child. And this takes um, place in a fantasy medieval society where obviously things are very different as far as that goes. But right. still, it's it's like, dude, come on, bro. Like yeah. you, it root your loyalty to her in something else and it might be understandable yeah. or it might be okay but this is weird i don't like it yeah listen like he he, he tr- they tried to pull it off as like oh i'm loyal to her because of what i saw like with the dragons being born and whatever dude we fucking know we, <laughs> we fucking we know, know dude reason. you're hurting for a squirting dude <laughs> true uh king's landing um, Cersei's speaking of having a bad time, Cersei's having a bad time. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, she, she done played herself. And she is, she even says, you know, when, when she's, when she's talking with, uh, with Kyburn, he's like, he says something about like belief, like, basically death like of reason or something yes. to that effect and yeah. she's like i wish you had told me that sooner yeah right yes she knows yes. like she's like i'm a i'm an idiot for doing right. this um, i did appreciate that as well i noticed that but again we always have to harp on it lena hetty um man like these scenes suck to watch because obviously like it's it's shitty she's not she's not the greatest like moral character so i guess it's it's okay to see her like suffering a little bit but like Boy, does she really act the yeah. fuck out of it, man! Like she, she's just so goddamn good. She's very, very good, very uh, believable, very into it. Good for her. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I have much else to say about King's Landing. It's just kind of her being in prison, and you know, Kyburn yeah. dropping a couple hints to us about oh, hey, I, the work still continues. The work continues. And, yeah, talking about fucking uh, zombie boy over zombie there, zombie mountain. Yeah, and. uh Uncle Kevin with an A is back. I can't Kevin wait to see Kevin with an him. A. Yeah, poor Tommy boy, man. Tommy Literally boy. just like locked in his room. What a bitch. That guy yeah. needs to. I don't know how much I feel sorry for him. Yeah, no, like, you're right. I want to say it's self-inflicted, but also like the kid is just in way over his head. Like he is being manipulated by literally everyone around him and he is just in over his head. Kevin with an A coming into the picture could be that sh- should that be a good thing for should him. be a good thing for him. Yes. yes, but if he was willing to get out of his room and go listen to Kevin with an A. Yes, yeah. Uh Bravos, Aria, Oysters, Oysters clams, clams and, and cockles. Hell yeah. I I I am not like an oyster guy. Do you eat oysters? I've never I've never had oysters actually. I think I've never I've tried. I've had them once. And it's just like, as I recall, just kind of slimy and rubbery and salty. I don't know if I get the appeal. Much at all. Well, slimy and rubbery is a pretty like and, everyday thing in my life. And so salty. <laughs> oh, yeah. <no. laughs> if we're being real, it'd be pretty swalty. Swalty. Swarly. Swarls Barkley. Uh, yeah, evil insurance man is just like, I love how this is just like, this goes from like zero to a hundred in a minute. It's just like, yeah. oh, he's a gambler and this and that. Here's poison. You should probably go kill him. <laughs> you should kill that guy. <laughs> Dude, like, okay. Jesus. 
I wish that what Arya is up to was more fun and interesting. Yeah. Um. Sadly, it isn't. It's not. It is still good that we're not forced to watch her clean bodies, do yes. the whole wax on, wax off thing for another four episodes. But like, it. I don't know. I I know. Okay. Obviously, I have my opinions about it now because I've watched the show several times. But even my first time. Yes. Which Arya was my was one of my favorite characters first time watching the show. I was still like, get me out of here. Yeah. Like get her out of here. Get like get the fucking thing moving on. Like what are we doing? The thing is we were spoiled for the first four seasons when it came to Arya. Because it yeah. was everything going on with her was arguably some of the most interesting stuff happening. Always. Whenever it went to an Arya scene, it was like, oh, this is going to be a banger, guaranteed. Like, right. first she's, you know, in King's Landing, you know, with Sirio and her dad and all that shit rules. And then she's with Yorin. And then she's with uh, the Brotherhood Without Banners and the Hound. And it's just like, oh, t- Tywin. How can I fucking skip when she's in Harrenhal right. with Tywin? And yeah. it's like, we got spoiled with Arya scenes just being like some of the just the best scenes every episode without fail and now they're not and it's just like yeah i miss that i miss that well aside from like the scenes being good like she's just a fun character right yes and, no 100 percent. and we just don't get that anymore um also on a materialistic level or material level uh I fucking hate the stupid outfit and her fucking hair, dude. <laughs> uh, it it reminds of me of uh, of Sid the Sloth from what? Ice Age. Does he like, have braided hair? No, no, no. no. It's because okay, so like <laughs> this is gonna be a very this is weird, such a weird comparison. comparison. But okay, so Arya kind of already has a smushed face, right? It's not very mm-hmm. long. Yeah, sure. And then you add the. The, oh, the like yeah, the buns, the or... wideness to it, the wideness, yeah, 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 the the width to it with mm-hmm. the buns, I, and I don't know, it just reminds me of the shape of Sid the Sloth, like his head. <laughs> I I don't know, dude, but like, look at a picture, you might see it, you might okay. see what I'm talking about. I don't fucking Fair know. Fair enough. Let us know if <laughs> Zach is a complete psychopath or if you see it. Uh, there's literally nothing else going on in Bravos. The yeah, only fun we get here is oysters, clams, and cockles, uh, which is. Did you ever hear fun. the YouTube like remix of that? No. Oh my god, dude! It's. Is it fire? It's fucking fire! <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> don't ever listen. Don't to it. don't do it unless you want to hate yourself. Um, the Winterfell stuff again. Not yeah. a ton here. Uh. The Good Sansa, scene, though. The Sansa Theon scene is a solid scene. Um, just she's like so fed up with Theon's bullshit with with good reason. I also I need to call attention to Samzy uh, Samzy's Samzy's <laughs> Ramsey's. Uh, Ramesses. He, he, he goes. I need twenty good men. <laughs> We're not to that part yet. Yeah, no, but it's just, it's just so. Funny. That's my oh, yeah. first note on Winterfell. It's, it's so <laughs> I just I need twenty I good men. I fucking hate Ramsey, dude. Oh, that dude is so cringe. I don't need an army. 
And I, I need 20 good men. We're not to it yet. But I just want to point it out right here. This, what he does with said 20 good men is so fucking stupid and impossible and dumb and just poor writing and it pisses me off. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're jumping ahead. Scott. Ramsey fucking sucks. Yeah, Ramsey's. Roos is right, as usual. Ramsey's just being a goddamn chode face. And I'm... I, the Sansa Theon scene, though. 20 good men. <laughs> I need 20 good men 20, in bed I, with me. I just need ASAP. 20 good men. <laughs> it's my favorite video on porn. <laughs> um, yeah, now Sansa knows that Bran and Rickon are alive. I don't know. What do you want? Yeah, you uh, want that's a good scene. Uh, Theon, Alfie Allen, great job. Yeah, he's, he's really, he's like, good. fucked up and... um. Yeah, look, can we move on? It's, yeah, let's it's, yeah. move on. Okay. <laughs> let's 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 get uh there's the quick Castle Black scene, but it's just it's more of a lead in to the 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 good stuff. Well, I I did I did actually want okay. to, right. to to mention something about Castle Black. Yeah. Um so uh the conversation between Ollie and Sam. Mhm. Do you, because this is past where I've read in the books, mm-hmm. does this conversation happen in the books? Is Ollie even a character in the books? I, I can't, I can't even a, remember. Ollie's not a character that I can recall, no. Okay. Well, there is a, oh, maybe he, he doesn't play as significant of a okay. role if he is. This, he asked Sam, right? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with this? And what's the deal with the wildlings? <laughs> what the I fuck? Had to, my inner, my inner Jerry Seinfeld just <laughs> burst out of nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Continue. Well, I've never heard you Continue. do that ever. You never heard me do Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Oh shit! I've been keeping that Holy one under wraps for, shit, dude. for years. Right, dude, why are you why are you holding out on me, bro? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, <laughs> what's the deal? All right. Um. So he he asked Sam, "Hey, what's the deal with this shit?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> and please. Sam, um, does a terrible job of explaining. Uh, he just remember how I told you I get really upset when like you don't explain things when like TV nah, shows. I don't know. I feel like Sam explain like he he tells him how it is. He's like, I've seen the Army of the Dead, uh, and it's way worse than the Wildlings. I don't care if you saw your family slaughtered in front of you, kid. I, I they're worse. Yes, I know, but um, I just think that like. A little bit more conversation, like, hey, listen, Ollie. Like, first things first, you gotta understand that, like, like they're people, like they're literally just people, right. like they're just on the wrong side of the wall. Yes. Okay. And maybe if we make a peace with them, you know, like, like I guess, like actually talk through it. Sure. Um, I don't know. Okay, that's that's really not the point of this. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah so, so he he uh he asked Sam. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Sam says like sometimes we have to make hard decisions. Right. True. Uh, that to on the outside maybe don't look like they're the right decision, but you know them in your heart mm-hmm, to be true. Mm-hmm. And Ollie responds with, "Do you really believe that?" And Sam says, "Yes, I do. In my like in my heart, I believe that." Mm-hmm. And you almost get this like I'm not gonna like give away or get too ahead here, but you almost get this like affirmation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like almost like he was looking for some affirmation there. Like it strengthens his resolve in some way. Right. Yeah, that's a good right. call out. Do you, do you feel like that's what's yeah. happening there? Cause that's kind of what I was picking, picking up. I think, I think you're correct. And after you calling it out, I think that's a good, good takeaway. Um, Cause yeah, like Sam is of course meaningless in, in one way, and Ollie is maybe taking it in another way. Um, right. But, but yeah, I, I listen. Trying to w- w- when, <laughs> when I, I like the way that to, 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 to skip ahead a little bit here, but when they're arguing about this whole thing with, the, when John is arguing about this whole thing with the wildling leaders, Right. You know, he says something to the effect of like, I don't expect you to forget your dead. I won't forget mine. But the White Walkers are coming and none of us are powerful enough to stop the, uh, stop them on our own. Uh, I think he says something to the effect of like, the Night's Watch can't stop them. The Wildlings can't stop them. Not all the kings of the South can stop them. But maybe, you know, if all of us together, we can give the fuckers a fight or something to that effect. Right. And, you know, that's basically what Sam is telling Ollie here as well, where he's like, listen, dude, uh, lesser of two evils, enemy of my enemy is my friend, all that bullshit. We kind of don't have a choice. Also, again, to what you were saying earlier, they're just people that were born on the wrong side of the wall. Right. Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's, um, I just... I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've watched this episode, I don't know how many times, and I've never mm-hmm. really, like, watched that scene and been like, is Ollie asking for permission to make a decision here? Like, could be. Asking for advice to help, like, strengthen his resolve. You're, the way that you said it was actually right. perfect. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, um, that's a thing. Um, all right. We've got some really good shit to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they but arrive. First at- off, can I just say, yeah. I fucking hate Thens. <laughs> fucking hate Thens. Uh, I do love Tormund, though, especially when he just kills the shit out of the Lord of Bones. Uh, Lord of yeah. Bones? More like Lord of Schmones. That dude got wrecked, bro. More like <laughs> Lord <laughs> of <laughs> getting pwned, am I right? Because <laughs> right, he got move pwned, on. you Let's noob. move on. Let's move on. This is so fucking uh, dumb. This is a bad joke. Yeah, Cancel. Joke. Abort. Um... So yeah, I I kind of went into it already. I really like the John and the the leader scene. The scene in the um, tent is the scene unbelievable. Tent is great. Uh, nameless. I don't good think, music. Does she too, by get the way. a name? The the gal that's I don't know, but she's hot. She is very. She has very beautiful eyes. Uh, she's very attractive. Um, but yeah, it's like like I said, like John's argument is sound. And a lot of the wildlings obviously know and respect Torment. So when Torment vouches for John, that carries a lot of weight. Uh, I love anytime they call him John King Crow. That's just very funny to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. 
King Crow. King Crow. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, this is just an all-around good scene. I just... John has leveled up so much this season, it's not even funny. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. It's... So, what I... <clears throat> this whole, like... Uh, I guess, a debate that happens in the tent, the back and forth thing, like... Mm-hmm. John, I don't know. I mean, John does have, I guess, like, this is just, this seems like a different John that we've seen. Mm. Um, Like, a lot of growth, a lot of evolution, I think, from him in the way that he handles and, like, kind of negotiates this. Um, Yes, it's inspiring, which, he, you know, he has a lot of those conversations, but, like, I just think it's different when he's doing it with, you know, like, his enemy. Sure. Um, I don't know. I something about it that I was like, man, dude, like this dude is just truly reaching another level of like yep. leadership capability and whatever. Uh love when, the dude to death. When the weight and the responsibility of becoming lord of lord commander it was like thrust upon him, like yeah, he kind of both in the books and the show John kind of had no choice but to like basically you know, he had to level up. Like there was just there's yeah. no other way. Like he had to take that role, and it's like the most fucking tumultuous and terrible time one of in the Night's Watch history. And now you're like a young kid, and you have to guide. You know, make these decisions, make these decisions, and guide these people through it. Yeah, and it's just I I I love and, the job that he's doing. Um, this this maybe is not directly related to this episode, but it's it's a call out that you saying that just made me kind of want to bring attention. Um, I feel like a lot of you, a lot of you guys who are listening, um, if you're not listening because of our uh, sultry voices or stunningly good looks, you're probably listening because we have some takes on some of our favorite medias that you guys like or appreciate. And one thing that I just really want to draw some attention here to, and I think that everybody should apply to the way that they look at character writing and anything is characters who make decisions and make things happen are interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. characters who Versus. move the story along because of the decisions that they make are interesting and that is a good way to write a character versus characters that things happen to is correct specific, specific correct specifically yes. yes yes and that it's just like um it it just it's one of the reasons that John is written so beautifully and characters like Arya also, mm. they make decisions that are like, they're, they may be somewhat personal to them, right. but they affect so much. And regardless of whether or not they are even the right decisions or, yeah, totally. Yep. You know, whether or not it may get them into trouble, like the fact that they are making those decisions is, mm-hmm. is inherently interesting. Yeah, definitely. So, just wanted to say that. Um, all right, let's 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 get to the let's it, get to this. This shit becomes chaotic so fast, and it's it's hard to even like talk about this because there's I, just so much that happens. Yes, here. I want to, if I could, harken back to whatever year this was. This was probably 2016, 17, 18 ish. I don't know what. Year no, earlier was. than that. Really. Yes, dude. What's when did the show end? Was it twenty nine eighteen? No, twenty nineteen. Ended in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So and there was subtract... two years between seasons. Oh, 
Oh, geez. Okay, so it had to 2014, be like 2015, 2015-ish. Okay. Yeah. The first time, young lad, <laughs> we lad Scott. This is so long ago. Is watching season five. This episode is happening, and it's you know it's fine, it's whatever. Uh, and this part hits where specifically I'm talking where the the fog starts rolling in, you know, the storm is happening, and shit starts popping off. Yeah. And I can specifically remember as I am watching this, looking at the time in the episode. And it's like at like 43, 44, I can't remember exactly, like minutes in at this point. And I'm like, this, are we like, wh- what are we doing? Like, is this going to be like a cliffhanger right here? Like, what, what is what is happening? Yeah. And then like as the scene progresses, it's like. Oh, this is this is they're just doing they're just this. doing it. They're just doing this, and this is happening now, and it is a fucking awesome. Yeah, the way this episode popped off, and just the spectacle of this moment, especially then, was something that game Game of Thrones was the only one doing, the only show doing shit like this yeah. on this level. And when they did it, whether it's Blackwater, uh, Watchers in the Wall, this, it's just like, it's it's those moments that, that stick with you, those episodes that stick with you for, for so long. Yeah, it, it's so, it is so wild, man, that like, how quickly it turns, and yes. there's nothing in this episode that makes you think we're going to get something right. like this. That's what I'm to saying. To finish it off. It is wild. It's just like, "Oh, this is this is happening now." Yeah. And it just keeps escalating and like worse and worse and then like, "Oh, there's a there's that glimmer of hope when John kills the White Walker." And it's like, "Okay, you know, maybe things can turn around." And then the way it ends is just like, "Oh, they are just so fucked. <laughs> they are just absolutely yeah. boned um lord of boned yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school 20 good men but make sure you get the lord of boned <laughs> he's my favorite he's my favorite. dude um okay let's let's kind of take some of what happens in this in this and in this hard home scene or mm-hmm. uh it's not really a scene i guess entire like chunk of the sequence yeah Yeah. and let's just break down a couple pieces of it so some standout pieces to me yes okay i have one that you'll probably call it out but a big one yeah um a big one uh lord of bone am i right (laughs) (laughs) okay first off the fights between john and the white walker Mm. that is obviously a big deal yeah um it's I feel like does such a good job of like I don't think that up until now we've thought or been shown that these white walkers have like superhuman strength yeah or like just really good combat prowess right like they're just they're just this these kind of like almost like deity type like beings where you don't they're just so unknown but like This guy launches John. I mm-hmm. mean, like, throws him across the room. Yeah. 
Um, the, obviously, they are unbelievably powerful. Yeah. So we're getting our first look in the series, in season five, by the way. Mm-hmm. First look at like what these things are capable of to some degree. It's only right. a tiny, like small interaction, but to some degree. Um, But aside from that, the other, well, there's a couple other things, but the other thing is like the the wall scene when they shut the gates mm-hmm. um like okay i don't know dude I, I i'm so all over the place i'm sorry it's hard for me to click there's so much that happens here so the mist rolls in people start freaking out and as the viewer you're like oh shit like what, right. what is what is this this is not good and, <laughs> what's happening here right and the show takes on like a horror tone for a like a brief to- moment tone. Yeah. And Sapochnik, Sapochnik, I'm not sure how to say his name, the director of this episode, does the fucking silence thing again. Yeah. Where they shut the gates on all the on all the um wildlings and mm-hmm. and rest of the men of the night's watch out there. And they're banging on these doors like let us in, let us in, let us in. It's it's really fucked up. Yep. And then silence. Yep. It's so creepy. It is so good. Mm-hmm. A little unrealistic, but you know, I'm sure. Yes, no, but hey, dude, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then fucker uh, looks through the the hole, and then uh-huh. you know, shit breaks off, and it is just like an instant, like everything is chaos. And then it's the adrenaline rush. Yes. Uh, the sequence that I wanted to call out here is uh, shades of something a John scene that will perhaps take place later i feel like this was maybe their uh trial run if you will i mean it's still amazing in its own right i don't want to diminish it but there is a did you catch this long take of john oh yeah mm-hmm. in this in this sequence it's i did it's Where I, he's I running actually, to the hut yes yes it's only like 15 ish seconds long which doesn't so long. seem long no, that's but a lot. in a sequence like this in film that is a fucking eternity uh, where yeah he like he does like this spin move and cuts a dude and he, yeah he's running to the hut and it ends with one one busting out of the hut. Uh, is that one one? Is that fucking one one's music? But that that long take is is sick as hell and and done very well. Uh, and that stood out to me as like a really cool moment during. Are this you fight. maybe I'm misremembering something? Are you not like? Are you thinking of? the scene in the battle at castle black no are you talking about the well that was a bit different because it was like the you're talking about it was the one a pan. spins yeah, spins yeah, yeah the 360 pan no 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 i'm talking about something later 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 with john specifically don't worry about okay it. all right it's you'll I, yeah. you'll feel like a real dumb dumb once i tell you i don't want to say specifically it's a it's a battle with okay. John that takes place later. Okay, well then anyway. I, I mean it must be in the episode with John in the battle. So, um, you really not know what I'm talking about? A one shot? Yes. A long take. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Right. Anyway. Fuck um, me, I guess. Jeez. The unless I'm the crazy. No, no, I know. It you're. I mean, you're always the crazy one. But okay. oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Sorry, I don't know why I pinged that. I don't know why I, I, don't know why I pinged that. 
Uh, don't call me out. Um, anyway, the adrenaline rush, just like the the like the intensity, the terror of this sequence is is so. It's unlike the other battles that have happened in this show before. Like it's it's nothing. It's like, a battle that can't be won. It's, right. It's it's, it's a it's slaughter. Just inescapable. It's yes. not a back and forth like oh Tyrion plays his fire trick and then they rush the wall. It's not like Blackwater. It's not like uh, Battle from the Wall where we go all these different places. It is just like terror and slaughter and intensity, and it's it's so well done. Yes. Uh, we mentioned in the recap, but like when it first pops off and that fucking music, just the panicking like violins where it's just like, and there's like that overhead shot of them like running into the water, just yep. anything to get away. And it's just like, dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's incredible. It is. It is really fucking good. So there's okay, uh, couple of like a little bit of like I guess just like film shots. Mm-hmm. One in specific. Well, two in specific actually. First two off, two in specific. Two in specific. Uh, when White Walker walks into the hut mm. and like parts puts out the, the flames. Fire. Yeah. That's a flex. That's so cool. So many flexes this <laughs> it's episode. So cool, dude. It's pretty cool. And then we also get the the this is actually just before this, so maybe I should have gone other order, but nah. um when they look up and they see yeah, the white walker the sitting one. on the ridge. That's the one. Boy, yeah. let me tell you, bro, six to midnight <laughs> instantly. I went the other way. I shriveled right up. I was terrified. <laughs> well, was... the cold too. I guess it yeah, makes, the cold. It makes sense. <laughs> that that shit'll make you uh, uh, tortoise a, naked. Yeah, tort- <laughs> old tortoise naked. That's what they call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouts to my boy Ed, by the way, the voice of fucking reason when John's like. We gotta go back for the dragon glass, and it's just like fuck the glass. What about our lives? Yeah. And then when when the dude, there's so many moments in this. Yeah. Um. So when all of the the fuckers like fall fall off the cliff, yeah, 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 and they all and they fall get up. and they get up, you hear Ed go, yeah, fuck, <laughs> yeah, he, oh fuck, it's so like raw and real. It's just like, <laughs> it's so good i love ed to death uh okay the actual the actual fight here between john and the john and the white walker yeah yeah this had been highly theorized by the way but only confirmed in this moment that valyrian valyrian steel can indeed kill white walkers i um Right. Okay. So first off, let's address that for for the people who are new to Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that many of you guys have probably gotten a little ahead of us uh, who are watching for the first time because we did have to take some time off. But if any of you guys are still watching with the sh- with the podcast right now, please obviously take note that this is the first time we're learning that Valyrian steel is effective against white walkers and it's mm-hmm. not just dragon glass or obsidian because lest we forget or in case you have forgotten 
every other time that we have seen someone fight White Walkers, normal swords just get instantly shattered. Sam's sword got shattered. Uh, my dude in the first episode, whose name is escaping me right now, Royce shattered. Yeah. Uh, good call. Uh, so yeah, that shit don't fly. That was why, especially, I love the look of surprise that they gave, like the White Walker. Yes, both when of them. The, when yes, when their weapons clashed and it doesn't shatter, like both of them, yeah, look at it like, dude, he had cartoon eyes. Ooh. Yeah, he really <laughs> did the ahuga. Uh Yeah, which is a very good moment. And then John, to his credit, takes advantage of the situation and just busts that dude all the hell. He blocks, parries. Spins and fucking kills this dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Let's go, John. I want to ask your opinion. This is, I'm just being devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. This is something I've thought about, and I don't think I have a problem with it. So that's not why I'm asking. I am truly just curious if you've ever wondered. Do you like that when the Valyrian steel or the, like the dragon glass even, like, it seems like if they just like barely like if they get struck with it like they're dead. Like I kind of I kind of would like I I I kind of am entertaining the idea of like he needs to be able to like mortally wound them. Correct. Okay. Just it can actually that's something that can actually mortally wound them, you know? Um I mean it's it's pretty true from what I recall to like the way the book does it. Like I think Sam basically just stabs in the White Walker in like the shoulder or the back or something not necessarily a mortal wound and yeah it just kind of shatters well i as i recall in the books it more melts them i could be wrong okay i can't um i can't remember either but no i think i mean listen these are like magical beings and these are magical-ish weapons and it's like you know it has a I don't have a problem with it. A one-hit kill. They they went into the options in GoldenEye, and they turned on one-hit kill slappers only. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They they put all of their stats into, like, like physical defense and none in magic defense. Uh, None in HP. Yeah, none in HP. They have one HP. They literally have one HP. All right, okay. Got Uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with it, I guess, is what okay. I'm trying to say. <laughs> cool. No, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think I have a problem with it either. It, it I was just like it, it does it does in a way kind of seem silly that like like let's say John got like slashed on his arm, he would mm-hmm. be able to keep fighting. Right. But if he didn't land like a clean hit the way that he did on this thing, like in the torso, like and he just slashed him on the arm, like it would it would just die and he would he would be he would be able to kill this like fucking super powerful being. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Does see, it does seem a little strange when you lay it out like that, but uh, I guess it's fine. Uh, what part of they have one HP? Don't you okay. Understand? You know what? That went over my. Okay. All right. I got it. Now. Uh, you know what? I realized watching this episode this time, like especially like this. This thought popped into my head. I don't know if I've ever had this thought before. I fucking need a uh, Song of Ice and Fire RTS style game. Where you have, like, you know, the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead as a faction and, like, the Wildling faction and all these. Like, I just, that sounds fucking amazing. I don't know if that exists. Maybe it does. But I love a good RTS. That would be cool, man. That would be sick as hell. Dude, even if there was, well, no, I mean, I obviously would prefer for it to be more, like, catered to A Song of Ice and Fire. But, like, 
the way that there's a bunch of reskins on Age of Empire, mm-hmm. like how like that yeah, could be yeah, like yeah. An, an Age of Ice and Fire or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I played. Did I ever pl- tell you that I pl- used to play Age of um, Mythology? It was yeah, like the, the I Greek. That too. Oh, dude, so yeah, fucking cool, so man. I played the Star Wars Age of Empires, or was cool. it? That might have been a different one. I can't remember. I, anyway. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a Star Wars one too that was real fun. I played the shit out of when I was a kid. Anyway, uh, we got to talk about this last part here. Obviously, dude, uh, old Daddy Blue Eyes is a scary son of a bitch, bro. Yeah, this is like Flex Master Flex just saunters his ass out onto that dock. And he ate his blue chew because it gets <laughs> right up, if you know what I mean. He does indeed. Does not need I help love getting how it up. He's just like, oh, you're that you're that John kid that killed one of my dudes, huh? Check this shit out. Dude. <laughs> just, the just the part that gets me is the is is the eye contact. Like eye contact is important, as you well mm-hmm. know, Zach. Oh yeah. And, uh just him staring John dead in the eyes as he's you know, raising his arms and raising these fuckers uh, is just terrifying and s- sexual all at the same time. <laughs> um, it's just so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It is good. Um, uh, but yeah, what a moment. What a fucking moment. So at the end of this, I mean, basically the music swells and it cuts to no music mm-hmm. and it's just these dead bodies waking up in silence Mm -hmm. and it is there it is again the silent thing and i i I guess to be fair i don't know if this is like one of his coined things but i am becoming more and more aware of it and i'm pretty certain that this is something we talked about a lot in house of the dragon so um, even once the credits kick in yes no music dude literally my note credits with no music goddamn just gonna make you sit there and think about what you just watched yep Yep, yep, yep. Just I feel like there's there's just like the quiet lapping of like the water, and I I think maybe I'm making this up in my head, but I think that carries over even into like once the credits start. Like, yes, it's just it's like just so because I mean in this moment it is such a somber, terrifying, we are so fucked moment, and yeah, the show just like yeah, sit in this, just like. Just fucking sit in that puddle of your own making. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking stay there and think about how fucked you are. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. Incredible. Man, that's that's a lot to talk about. That is. That's that is a lot indeed. to talk about. I I feel like well, there's more that I could go on about. But, yeah. But goddamn, that's um. Oh, also, R.I.P. Hot chick. Oh, true. Yeah, she. Uh, listen, I cannot blame her. Seeing zombified kids would be so fucked up are we this, to believe that like that the that it's her children i don't think so no they got on the boats right they did get on the boat yeah i okay. mean maybe she knows them or something i don't sure, know okay but uh this is when this is the one of the ones that always pops into my mind i know we've referenced it before but it's like the joke of like anytime someone has like a heartfelt goodbye moment or like hey i'll see you see you tomorrow or i'll see mm-hmm. you see you in a minute buddy it's like oh this no person, you won't this person's dead as hell and this is like the poster child for for that trope in this show and uh <laughs> i'll be right back yeah i'll be right behind you kiss kisses love forever it's just like nah you're dead you're so dead yeah uh, 
Anyway, let's do that thing that we do. It's time for Who Be Thrown In. Who Be Thrown In. Um, last week, where we last left off, uh, our guy Sam. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. We definitely made that joke many times. Uh, Have we? I think so. <laughs> Sam had taken the top spot. Uh, the High Sparrow was at two. Uh, Littlefinger was at three. Maester Aemon, our guy, was at four. And Jorah somehow made the list at five. King Simp. I'm going to go ahead and say him buying his way into slavery <laughs> is going to take him immediately off the list. Oh, my uh, God. He's so fucking lame, He's dude. no longer with us. R.I.P. He is not on the list. Littlefinger was not on this episode. Uh, Sam, I feel like all these people can come off. Yeah, Zach, Sam was barely in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and high sparrow was not there's not a lot of winners in this episode this might be a little difficult um well Tyrion there's one is probably gonna be in there's a couple easy ones and i feel like the, the the i'll just be the guy that talks about the elephant in the room okay uh this is an easy number one for me this is this is should we do we talk about his name they talked about it on the show at the time or like the twitter account did right I don't know what you mean. Like the, the name and everything. We I don't oh. think we actually ever said. It doesn't really matter. It's not like spoiler or anything, right? Yeah, I mean, I just call him Old Daddy Blue Eyes. Old Daddy Blue Eyes. This is this is the Night King, uh, the White Walker leader man. Um, there's no way in hell he doesn't go. Yes. Number one. Okay. I agree. Not to be confused with the Knights King. Correct. Which is a piece of lore and history in a song of ice and fire that we may or may not talk about at one time <laughs> once we finish this goddamn show we may or may not uh i have another easy peasy one if you will allow me zach yeah do it uh old johnny boy uh yeah you know what's funny i had this thought as i was thinking about Scott, hold list. on, wait. Did you go and put the Night King? I did. Aren't you proud? Of yeah, See, I, am, I was more prepared you're than prepared. you fucking thought Look I was. Look at you. Um, I had this thought earlier of, I'm. you know how, I can't remember what we were talking about previously, but how we, we like, in I feel like season one or season two, we made these rules for this list of like, oh, if you die in an episode, you're not allowed to be number one on the list and how we always break them we always I'm, break that rule. i'm pretty sure at some point we also said uh for for the sam moment if you kill a white walker in an episode you're automatically number one yeah. so here we are again breaking that rule uh but i think john easy to. john's an easy lock at two if 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 not for the Night King doing what he does at the end of that episode, this would be John at one. Yes, free, but it's not. Uh, who 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 do you like? I think the only other person that is a for sure to me is Tyrion. I agree completely. Where are you, my guy? Danny can be petitioned for because I... she has now acquired a good advisor. She has acquired a Tyrion. Yeah. Um, where are you, Tyrion? There you are. I agree. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and slide Tyrion straight to third. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, that that's if you're fine. cool with that. I'm okay uh, with that. I think that. Danny is a strong contender. Uh, I was going to say also Tormund. Where are you, my dude? Is he on here? Yeah. Ooh. 
I can see a Tormund. I could see a Tormund for sure. Um, I, because I don't really know who Arya. Else. I mean, Arya's boring this episode, but she is like leveling up. If you want to look at it like that, I don't She's really want to look at it like that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel that. Um, definitely not Cersei. Who else is in this episode? Uh, I think we've got our five. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Danny four, Tormund five. I think I can definitely shake to that. Let's just let's just do it. Let's do it, man. If we if we forgot you, someone, you scared? so be it. Yeah. But I don't think that we did. That was like the easiest placement of people ever. That was surprisingly. Yeah. Like we just had to five find our five, and they slotted right in. Wow. Easy peasy lemon I'll squeezy. I'll show you five that'll slide right in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I set you up too well for that. Uh, that is an easy peasy who be thrown in list. That is the Night King. Uh, Making Flex his Master first Flex. appearance. Yes. First appearance and taking the top spot right out of the gate, much like Oberyn did, I believe. Uh, Jon Snow in like any other episode would have taken that top spot free, but he slides to two. Tyrion finally having some good fucking scenes again we love him to death at three Daenerys again great scene with her only slightly undermined by the ending but I still liked it a lot uh and she got Tyrion as an advisor at four and Tormund he killed the shit out of the Lord Bones and that was funny as hell so yeah good for him he also convinced the wildlings yes. to join with John so true true also good and on one him. one said his name so <laughs> That's a big win. For you know me. what? Automatic first place. Scott. Automatic. Yeah. Sorry, Night's King. Dormund. Uh, great stuff. Fuck yeah. Zach, why don't you do that thing that you do sometimes? Uh, well, we've got to rate our episode. Oh, we've got to rate our J. We got to rate. Solid. Um, always solid. Solid little boy. I'm gonna give this episode. I'm going to go, I don't want to go too high, but it's really good. I'm going to go 8.5. I'm going to go 9. Okay. Go I was nine. debating between 8.5 and 9. I, yeah. I can see either. Yeah, I think that even though the rest of the episode is, I mean, look, the rest of the episode is by no means bad. Right, no, for sure. It's, I mean, it's it's very good, actually. It's, it's, it's not like it, as incredible as the ending. Right. But with how monumental and incredible this ending is, I, I think that it hard carries it up to at least For nine. Sure. Especially yeah. when we're talking about the, like, this this rating is comparatively to the rest of Game of Thrones. Sure. For sure. Like, that's, yeah, it's 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 a nine in my book. Um, There's that thing I do. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to uh, keep up with us on the socials, you can go hit us up at we don't want a pod on Instagram. Mostly Instagram. You can do Twitter too if you want, Fun. but Instagram. Don't you really use the Twitter as much? But you guys can definitely do the thing on Instagram. We're there hanging out. You can shoot us a DM. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review, five star rating. Tell us what you think. Uh, unless you think we suck, don't tell us that. We don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah, it'll no. hurt our feelings. Keep it and, to yourself. Uh, Can't we'll say cry. anything nice. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Five star ratings only. Uh, if you guys are new to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. That stuff does go a long way. And uh, we know we missed some stuff during the hard home 
sequence because there's a lot to talk about there. Mm. What's your favorite ep- or what's your favorite scene? Excuse me, in this episode, let us know. Do that thing. Look at that. I'm asking you guys to yeah, interact wow. with us. Yeah, Isn't interact that, with us. Who who am I? The correct um, answer is oysters, clams, and cockles, oh, oysters, right? clams, and cockles. <laughs> um, and also. Uh, shameless secondary plug here mm. uh, as I have mentioned a couple times before we've got a few episodes recorded of my new podcast with our dear friend Sam from Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast if you guys are interested in, interested in sharing or, or jumping into that we'll have some uh, episodes released within a month or so uh, I think the release date for the first few episodes is March 22nd. It is called Death Wish Podcast. You can find us at Death Wish Pod on Instagram. That would be awesome. You got anything else, Scotty? Nah, I'm good, brother. Take us out. I just did. We love you guys. Well, uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> butter smooth. Just buttery butter smooth. Smooth. We know what we're doing here. Get the yeah. hell out. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you guys next time. We've been gone. Oh, really? Yeah. I stopped recording. I did. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch.